Once the faith command has been given, praise God, turn it over to God and praise Him Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Join Kenneth Copeland today for a powerful message on making an unchangeable faith command that can move any mountain in your life. Now for today's Bible lesson, let's join Kenneth. Hello everybody, I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, we thank you today and we worship you and we bless the name of Jesus. We open our hearts. We open our minds to receive revelation from heaven, revelation from your word. We receive it by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to be talking about faith, and uh, let's go to Mark chapter 11. You can't talk about faith without Jesus' personal teaching on faith. Now, you can talk all the way around it. There's a lot of things about faith. I mean, from Genesis to Revelation, there's things about faith. But right in the middle, in the 11th chapter of Mark, is Jesus' own personal teaching on the subject of faith. So that's where we begin today. Mark chapter 11. And um, let's begin with the 22nd verse. Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive, if you have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Now then, back up to this 22nd verse, have faith in God. Now, I notice in my cross-reference, it has a little number two out there, have the faith of God. And then another translation says, have the God kind of faith. Well, if you have the faith of God, then it's going to be the God kind of faith. But what he's referring to here is, this is God's faith, and this is the way God works it, and this is the way we have to work it for it to work. It's God's faith, so therefore, since your faith is the God kind of faith, then it, it works by certain spiritual laws, and once we find out how those laws function, what those laws are, and we tap into them, it works. Are you listening to me now? All right, now then. 
Jesus, you remember, had just demonstrated that faith. So let's back up here a little bit. Verse 12, on the morrow when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, but the time of figs was not yet. Now notice this. I want you to see this. Jesus answered and said unto it. He talked. He spoke. He spoke. The God kind of faith is released in words. And in order to get the root foundation of that, you go all the way back to Genesis chapter 1. God said, light be, light was. Now, he said, no man eat fruit of you again hereafter forever. Now, as we just go through these, I'm going to just start making some notes here. So if you want to do that, in fact, don't forget to go online, kcm.org slash notes and, and get your get the, you can download the notes to this and you can follow right along as I teach this to you. No man eat fruit of thee again, or excuse me, no man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. He spoke the desired end results. No man, talking to the tree. He wasn't talking about the tree. He was talking to the tree itself. No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. So he wasn't just, you know, just waiting that tree. Now I want to speak to you. No, no. He was very bold about it. He spoke exactly what he intended to say. And once he said it, I want you to notice. His disciples heard it. And they come to Jerusalem. So in other words, he spoke to that tree and walked off. It's very, very important. Once the faith command has been given, praise God, turn it over to God and praise him for it. Now then, he taught all day in the temple. And when evening was come, He went out of the city. So there'd been approximately 12 hours there since he spoke to that tree. Now, it's, this is really, 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 really necessary, necessary information. He didn't say to the tree, dry up from the roots. Mm -mm. He didn't say, lightning, hit the tree. He didn't say, tree, burn to the ground. Well, wonder why he didn't do that. Because you have to remember, he said, my words are not my own. (laughs) It's the Father that dwelleth within me. He does the works. I only say what I hear my Father say. In other words, he only speaks the Word of God. Now, once he spoke it, it's in God's hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So 12 hours went by, they're headed back, the the same route, going right back to Bethany. Amen. Nobody said a word about that tree. This is very interesting now. 
It is vital. Like I said, this is vital information about faith. To not be looking at the leaves of the tree to see if anything's happened to the tree. Because we learn from this scripture, in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. So the Word was working that whole 24-hour period of time, but it started at the root. It went to the root of the situation, and it went from the inside out. Spiritual things, particularly when you're dealing with sickness, you're dealing with disease, you're dealing with poverty, you're dealing with the curse in any, any form, you're going to have to go to the root of the situation because you can cut off a lot of leaves, but it ain't going to do anything to the, to, to the problem. God's Word always goes to the root. So when it's working in the Spirit, you can't see it. When it's working in the Spirit, you can't feel it. But when it's working, it's working, it's working. Only you and your mouth can stop it. Now, you stop it midstream by saying, now let, listen to yourself now. Well, I just wonder why it isn't working. You just cut it off. Really? Well, yeah. Well, of course, I'm way ahead of myself. We're going to talk about and deal with all these things, but I wanted you to make note of these things as we go. Peter, calling to remembrance, said, Master, look, the fig tree which you cursed is withered away. Now, what did Jesus do? <clears throat> he demonstrated the God kind of faith and how it works. Have the faith of God. Now, let's go to first, let's look at Romans chapter 12. No, the Lord just changed my direction for me. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Now, I want you to notice in the seventh verse, for we walk by faith and not by sight. In other words, we walk by faith, not by the five physical senses. Now, go from there to the 17th verse. Therefore, if any man, now stop for a moment. Any man, you, you understand this about the Bible. The Bible is a spirit book written by the Holy Spirit himself. Now, the word translated man means mankind. It's not talking about the male gender. It's talking about humankind, which is male and female. So any person, if any man, any woman be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God. Hallelujah. Whoa. Now listen. Now, now we go, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Now we can go back to Romans. Now that we realize in the uh, 12th chapter of Romans, 
now that we, we realize we're talking about born again people. In Romans 12, 3, for I say through the grace given unto me to every man, same situation, to, to all men, all men and women, it's not referring to, to male gender, it's talking about mankind. So, I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. To every man in the world? No, to every man among you. <clears throat> this is talking to all new creatures. Everyone that has accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and has been born again. Now, in, um, well, we'll just, I'll just prove that to you in, in, from a little bit different angle. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 2, that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men and women for all men have not faith. Well, uh, there's a contradiction. He has given unto every man the measure of faith. All men have not faith. And that's not a contradiction. And if people think it's a contradiction, that idea comes from lack of, of understanding of the Bible. There's no contradictions in this book. There's just a lot of religion and a lot of, a, a lot of uh, lack of knowledge concerning it. Natural human faith is the only kind of faith the natural human has. You can call it, well, you, you can call it one person. Um, in fact, if, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was E.W. Kenyon who referred to it as sense knowledge faith. Brother Hagin referred to it as natural human faith. Both of them are correct. Faith in just what I can see and what I can feel. If I can see it, I believe it. If I don't, I won't. And, and I won't believe it until I can see it and that kind of thing. Anybody can do that. That's natural human faith. And it's not, a, it's not an unimportant faith. It, you use it every day. You walk into to a, a, a room full of chairs. You've never been in that room before, and you've never sat down in one of these chairs before, but your, your mind, without you even knowing about it, will survey that and look at that. Before you sit down in that chair, you made up your mind that chair is going to hold me when I sit down in it, or you wouldn't have sit down in it. If, if you'd have looked at that and said, I ain't sitting in that, what happened? You, you looked at the chair, you believed the chair wouldn't hold you up so you wouldn't sit in it. And a lot of time that'll save you from, from uh, a, a, a hard reckoning on the back end when you, when, you, when you hit the floor, amen? That's natural sense knowledge faith. It works out in the middle of the street. You look down the street, nothing coming that way. Whoop, but there's a car coming this way. Um, 
yeah, I don't believe I'll step out there right now. I believe I'll let that car go by. That's natural, common sense faith. Anybody can do that. Everybody does that. I mean, the worst sinner on earth does that every day. So now, the born-again believer has a measure. Look at it again. I say through the grace given unto me to every man, every person that's among you, among you believers, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but think soberly according as God has dealt to every man among you, every born-again believer. We walk by faith and not by sight, the new creature. If you're born again, say it, I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Thank God. And I have a measure of the God kind of faith. Pray that, boy, doesn't that, that makes your heart sing, doesn't it? Say it. Just lift both hands and say this. I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. I have a measure of the God kind of faith. I have a measure of the same faith that brought the worlds into existence. I have a measure of the same faith that Jesus used and demonstrated when He was on the earth, healing the sick, doing miracles, and raising the dead. <laughs> Whoa, I tell you right now, if that don't set you on fire, Jack, your wood is wet. Praise God. Say it again. I have a measure of the God kind of faith in me right now. Glory to God. Now then, well, we just, let, let's just make sure that, that, we're, that this, is, this is correct. Let's go to the book of Ephesians chapter 2. And... Notice in the eighth verse, Ephesians 2, 8, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. When you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you made a decision to do that first. You made a decision to do it before you actually did it. But you believed it in your heart and you said it with your mouth. Oh, yeah. Now, let's go to the 10th chapter of Romans. And we'll look here in this 10th verse. At, look, look, excuse me. In the 9th verse, if thou shalt confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now notice, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now the 17th verse, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. That's the way it was dealt to you. You heard it, you believed it, you said it, and faith was there. Glory to God. So we, we see now, that it is dealt according to Romans 10, 17. Now, 
Let's go to 2 Corinthians 4, 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 13th verse. Okay, it would do me good if I got into 2 Corinthians instead of 1st. <laughs> Amen. Come on, Copeland. Yes, sir. All right, 2 Corinthians 4, 13. Do, 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 do. Well, don't be looking down your nose at me. How many of you had to sit in front of a camera and find these scriptures? <laughs> Amen. Well, I've been doing it long enough to get it right, so God forgive me. Second Corinthians 4.13, we, having the same spirit of faith according as it is written, or according to the Word of God, I believed, and therefore have I spoken, we also believe, and therefore we speak. Amen? So now, this is the faith of God, the God kind of faith. And every born-again believer, the moment you receive Jesus Christ of Nazareth as your Lord and Savior, received exactly the same measure. Say it again. I have the measure of the God kind of faith. It's in me now. So I didn't get a little measure and someone else got a big measure. Yeah, but Brother Copeland, I, no, 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 don't, don't just start off right off the bat arguing with the Bible. You don't do that. You say, okay, show me, Lord. It's what you do with that measure because it can be measured, it can be increased, it can shrink and dry up. Amen. <clears throat> the Bible talks about strong faith. It talks about weak faith. It talks about no faith. It talks about little faith. And then in, 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 in uh, 2 Thessalonians, praise God, it, it makes the bold statement, your faith groweth exceedingly. Amen. So we'll take it up here tomorrow and, and we'll talk about growing faith or growing this measure of faith that's on the inside of you right now. I'll be back in this. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.